Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about To All the Boys, uh, the third movie, Always and Forever. Yes, the third, the third installment to this trilogy. Were, were there were there three books? Were there, were there this many books? How many books were there? Yes. Really? I think there's just three. Really? Okay. Um, so we, we can be sure that this is the last one. <laughs> pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that this is the last one. I, uh, I think... The writer, I don't think she's made any other ones, but you know what? She she could very well in ten years write one like a ten years later kind of thing, but Ooh. not yet. Ooh, <laughs> here's hoping. Here's hoping. I know. I mean, I'll stick around. We'll watch it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I mean, we're we're already we're already too deep. Like we'd have to. Like there's there's really no there's even if I didn't want to watch one ten years from now. Um, if we're still doing the podcast. <laughs> I, I was, we were talking about this yesterday and I think we, the, we released the podcast for the second movie 11 months ago, meaning that this movie came out less than a year before the, like after the second movie, Netflix which is crazy. does that. I think, I think kind of a similar situation happened with the kissing booth. Like didn't the second one and oh, the t- third t- 100%. one come out like a month from each other? The third one came out? Or something. I don't know. It was like... there. Yeah, like, the second one came out very soon after the first one. I mean, like, less than a year, definitely. And then I think there was... And then, then I think there was talks of a third one already, or something. And I and I don't know. I yeah. thought... I, I don't know. I remember them coming out very soon after <laughs> each other. I haven't seen any of them, so I don't, I don't really know. Oh, we... A hundred percent should do a live watch of that because it is so bad. Like I, it looks I so mean, problematic. Like I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to encourage that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to give Netflix the data that I've watched that. <laughs> well, they already probably suggested to you like crazy because um, surprisingly they don't watching of to all the boys. <laughs> You'd think they would, but I actually don't. I mean, of of course, when, when, you know, you open up the Netflix app or whatever, the website, they always have the, you know, newly released, popular, whatever, and there's always the trailer. But other than that, I really don't see it all that often, like, in my recommends. Um, But maybe because I don't don't stray too far. I usually have an idea of what I want to watch next, so I go straight to that. So I don't really browse the, what should you watch next on on Netflix. I kind of just... I'm very meticulous. You, go, you know what you want. I know yes, what I want. Very, very particular. Yes. And um, if I don't know what I want to watch, I move to Disney Plus and, and Disney Plus and browse through that for hours and find out find out what I want to watch. <laughs> yeah. Which like it's hard to find what you want to watch at Disney Plus. Like I want to watch know. literally we'll, we'll everything. About, <laughs> I know. I mean, we'll we'll talk about that another time. But oh, yeah, um, sure. so uh, this movie was better than the second one. For I definitely. Sure. 
liked it a lot more. Um, the second one, I think we had issues with, like, I didn't really listen to that podcast. I probably should have, but just kind of Lara Jean, like, being unsure about her relationship with, um, with Peter Kavinsky and, like, you know, getting possibly involved with somebody else. And so we were kind of, like, mad at her for that. Yeah, basically, yeah, the premise of the second movie was that her her letter, one of her letters did get received. Like, a lot of them got sent back, like, returned to sender, or mm-hmm. just she never got responses. But she ended up getting a response somehow from John Ambrose, was that his name? Um, who yeah, ended up going yes. to her school? Like, I don't, like, it just seemed too, too convenient. No, he worked with her, I think he worked with her at the old people's home that she was working at. So just multiple schools Remember, it was were like doing... a summer thing were doing volunteer stuff, and he happened... He didn't go to mm-hmm. her school, but he happened to work at this volunteer whatever. Okay. Yeah, and they had, like, a like a, a dance in that movie as well. Um, and, like, she went, she went with him to the dance, and then, like, she figured out that she really wants to be with Peter. And, like, I think, like, the thesis of that one was, like, very much so, like, trying to... F- to navigate having a boyfriend and what that's like and and what you do and what you don't do and that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, because um, she was, like, like, getting, like, you know, almost pressured by people to, or, or not, not like, yeah. pressured, but, you know, she was saying, like, you know, well, Peter and I were were snogging at two days or, like, you know, whatever. Like, they're just, they're they're just, like, you know, comparing her relationship to, to other relationships and and, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, freaking her out and... You know, understandably, like, I feel, I feel like they're very realistic in the way that, like, I'm, I'm really, like, impressed with the, the main character, like, of Lara Jean. She's extremely relatable to a lot of people, like, including me. And I just, even, even that second movie, like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, we all have anxieties and, and insecurities, um, and that's just kind of with growing up. So I felt like that was a good transition, although the movie itself was kind of boring. Like, I, you know, like nothing really happens in the second movie. It was so. boring. It was, it was a mess. Like, like yeah. Lara Jean and or Lana Condor and the guy that played John Ambrose, like, had zero chemistry. Like, absolutely none. Totally. And the fact that they were trying to fabricate yeah. this chemistry was, was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. But speaking of chemistry, this third movie, I mean, Peter Kaminsky and Lara Jean, like, have such amazing chemistry. The actors are really cute together. Um, I was really impressed with um, Lana Condor's acting in this one because I felt like she showed a lot more range than she had in the last two movies. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree to that. I'll agree. Yeah. And I just thought that, like, the problems that she was facing in this one was, um, you know, pretty, like common like she's she's in love with her boyfriend and and she has a group of friends but she has to go off to college and she has to choose where she wants to go you know and it it was simplified to you know an extreme degree but it still was like that that kind of pressure and choice for her that um a lot of people face about where they're going to go to college yeah because that was yeah that was like the main the main problem not problem but like situation in this movie it was like peter and and uh, lara jean like of course want to stay close because they know that sometimes long distance can can uh 
can break people up or, you know, cause a rifts in relationships and they just don't want to, they don't want to have to deal with that. And of course, Peter gets into Stanford with a full ride or, or like a scholarship, sorry, not full ride, but like a scholarship for lacrosse. And, you know, Laura Jean just kind of is, she kind of settles. Like she's like, cool. Yeah. I'll just go to Stanford. Cause why not? Uh, let's just whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then of course she doesn't get into that. And so she, um, kind of settles for Berkeley that she also applied to. And, um, and it's, and it's interesting that, that Margot, right? That's her other sister's name, Margot. Margot, Kitty, and... The older sister? Yeah. Like, wanted her to apply to, like, something out of... Because, right, they're in... The movie tape... They're they're in Oregon. They're in Oregon. Right. Okay. And I didn't know that they were in Oregon. I had no idea. I had no idea. I have no clue. I have... Absolutely no clue. I just figured it out when when they had that video of her, like, all the kids flying across the country. Yeah. I I was like, I had to go back and replay it because it showed Portland. Yes. And then it showed New York. And I was like, oh, I thought they were in Canada. Yeah, dude, me too. (laughs) I think we talked about this. And I think... We have reason to think that they're in Canada because I, I feel like that that's where it was filmed. But I think so. I know, really think so. It's yeah, because um, you know, yeah, like that's what it looks like, and um, it's nice, and you know, they go like skiing, and and you're just like, yeah, Canada. <laughs> yeah, and it was and it was interesting. Um, uh, the production company Awesomeness, like Awesomeness something, was the production mm-hmm. company. Um, and Kimmy was saying that there's like a there's like a YouTube like like company called awesomeness tv where they like kind of make movies and stuff mm-hmm. i think on youtube probably the same yeah i wonder yeah. if i wonder if that's kind of similar here um yeah same company possibly maybe they're they were able to branch off and make like a an actual like movie well i mean i mean youtube movies are are a thing too i guess but it's just more of a common thing on like streaming channels at least streaming um websites um, well, they definitely got a bigger budget for this movie. Like this one took place in in Seoul and at home and in New York City. So yeah. I mean, they really it, did it was, a lot it was of traveling. A bit more. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of tra- it was a lot to take in. It was like a lot of stuff was happening. I almost completely forgot that they were in Seoul in the first like 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> like I completely forgotten. Um, yeah, and like really, staying in like a really nice place. <laughs> yeah, like in a really nice area, and I I kind of thought that the because I I remember that from the from the trailer that they were gonna be going to Seoul, and I was like, so I thought Seoul was gonna be a bigger part of the movie, like kind of, like I I I thought because didn't they bring that up in the trailer? I thought I remember that. Um, yeah, I mean, like I think it's just like connecting with her mom, which I feel like is more like a like the first and second movie really kind of talked more about the mom. True. And, and Laura Jean's like living without her mom and like learning all about boys and not having a mom to talk to about it. Yeah. It's really interesting that they kind of flipped that the, for this movie where you, we really just kind of get to see Peter's like daddy issues basically. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, uh, um, the Covey family is uh, their father's <clears throat> moving on and even proposing to another woman who is who is brought in in the second movie, um, and seems really awesome. You know, we didn't we didn't get a whole bunch with with Trina, but you know she seems cool, so it's like whatever. And their wedding was like super cute, um, yeah, and they seem really cute and happy. So it's like it's it's interesting that they just kind of close. I mean, not close out because of course they're still gonna love 
um, their mother, and they even bring up the topic later of, like, you know, when Trina moves in, they're like, oh, it's like she's completely erasing um, Mm -hmm. our mother from the house. Like, they're just, and they got, like, a little worried about that. Um, So it's nice that they still kind of touch on that stuff, but it was kind of really about Peter's dad, like, coming back and wanting to be a bigger part of Peter's life, and Peter kind of dealing with that. Um, and feeling like he was abandoned, yeah. and then, like, Laura Jean deciding that she wants to go to school in New York, and then Peter feeling like he was abandoned as well, um, by Laura Jean as well for, like, not choosing him, which, like, you know, I guess in the moment, it makes sense that he would react this way. I mean, he's, like, 17 years old. Yeah, and yeah. When you're thinking about yourself, and you're thinking about, like, your relationships with people, you want, you know, and ideally, you want to be supportive for people's choices, but he was really crushed that she wanted to go to school in New York City because she fell in love with that city. And, you know, to to say that she shouldn't follow her dreams is, is to hold her back. And I think he figured that out, but he had to kind of go through a little bit of, like, you know, understanding that he feels this way and maybe they shouldn't break up because of it. Right, because they do, in fact break up in this movie for mm-hmm. like five minutes um five minutes yeah. it's like a day it's very crushing <laughs> yeah that they broke yeah. that they were broken up for maybe a span of two days um because because uh, yeah peter peter was acting like you know very selfish i mean it's but it's also very uh, almost kind like i almost like P- peter definitely shouldn't have reacted that way or thought that you know um Lara Jean was trying to, like, leave him or anything, because obviously she wasn't. She just, she just wants, she wants to find her path, too, and that's definitely something she can do. Um, but, like, it's also almost kind of confusing for him, because she's so gung-ho about going to Stanford, like, in the, like, mm-hmm. I, I almost was surprised that she wanted to go to New York, because I didn't see, I didn't, I personally didn't see a change in, like, it, it, it just kind of happened. I, I was like, what, when did she, when, when did she want to go to New York? Like, I mean, I, I just, I just didn't see, I don't know. I guess I was mm-hmm. hoping for something a bit more to happen in New York. I mean, she was just having fun with her friends, which I mean, I did. You and I had a fucking blast in New York. I would never see myself <laughs> living there, but like, it's a cool, it's a really fun place to visit. But like, yeah, and that's just kind of what I saw when they were all running around having fun, stealing that couch. Like, I really didn't see an a substantial change in her to just be like, well, I want to go to New York now. And I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? Like, when did you want to go? I, I think I, I disagree because I think she, she does a lot of lingering looks. Like I think the director like definitely like wanted to see her reaction, um, to a lot of things that she was experiencing in New York. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, the, the, Obviously, we had that montage of them, like, going around the city and stuff, but when she was in Madison Square Park um, with the arch and she sees her um, friend there with that other NYU senior, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, this is the campus? And, like, you can kind of see that she's starting to realize, like, I this is such a cool place. I This would be awesome to, to be on, you know, have a campus in the middle of the city like this. And then, like, having, you know, going to that party and seeing that band and kind of, like, um, being able to be free. And I feel like that's something that she probably never experienced before. Just, like, the absolute freedom of what it feels like to be in a big city like that. Mm -hmm. And, -hmm. you know, I mean, at 17, Mm -hmm. you kind of go and experience something like that. Like, 
riding on the subway by yourself, doing all these things alone, it kind of gives you that like confidence and that like excitement that you're doing something that seems a little scary, but it's actually like very exhilarating. And I, I, I could see that in the way that she was like interacting, um, with the other girls and, and being on the subway and like seeing that woman, you know, um, reading Pride and Prejudice and, and, uh, wearing her like commuter shoes mm-hmm, and just kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously like I have a very personal connection to New York. So it's, I'm very, very biased in this situation, but one of the better things about living there is riding the subway and just reading a book. You know, it, it's kind of like just one of those things that you, it's romanticized, but it's also very much a real thing, you know, like, yeah, though yeah. I feel like when you're there, you think, oh, it can't, it's too good to be true, which is kind of what she was saying, you know, oh, it can't be this way, but you know, like it is, you know, there's this, like this dichotomy between trash and beauty, like mingling together in New York. And that's what makes it so great. <laughs> <laughs> trash and <laughs> trash and romance. Yeah, which I mean, she does I mean, bring yeah. up. We do know that 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 uh, um, Lara Jean's very she's very big on on romance novels. You know, she really yeah. loves a good a good romance yeah. story, and um, and I I definitely feel it building like kind of after she gets back. It was just it seemed like such a sudden change because she was like she was just so gung ho about being with Peter like from the second yeah. the movie started. And then just yeah. kind of, I like, I, I saw the longing looks. I thought she was taking all those pictures just for Peter because that was the plan. It was like, it was like, oh yeah, practice sending me pictures because that's what we're going to have to do while you're at Berkeley or something. And mm-hmm. so it just felt like everything she was doing there was like for Peter. And then, um, and then, yeah, the one, the, the scene where she was in Madison Square Park, um, or Madison Square. Um, yeah, like I, I definitely saw that happen. It just still seemed like such a... I don't know. It seemed very abrupt to me, but, but yeah, I, I definitely remember seeing the the girl reading Pride and Prejudice and like she packed Pride and Prejudice with, with her when she went on the trip or something. Um, mm-hmm. And so definitely a lot of connections there. And there are a lot of romances, romance stories and just romance um, movies that happened in New York. And she even makes that. So then it comes, mm-hmm. this comes to my other gripe. Like I, I love Lara Jean, but she has got <laughs> to stop comparing her relationship to books and movies. Like that is not... <laughs> Like yeah. she, she's giving I Peter mean, like such shit because they're like she's yeah. like because she she's like at one point she's like trying to break them up like I'm just like I'm seriously like yeah. she's she's like we don't have a song like San Francisco's not not a place of like there's only two stories of, of love that happened there why would I want to go there like we're we're such a horrible was... couple and I'm just like we don't even have a meet cute and I'm like what the fuck is a meet cute <laughs> like, like it's an Im- it's an immature thing to say it's, it's I, know, I mean it's she's so 17 immature. like I know, I know you know it's like you, that's what you you idolize like her her life in in the things that she connects with are romance like movies and books right so like yeah, yeah. that's what drives her to do things and you know like we I mean I get like I get that idea but it, it it's also different when you know relationships are all different and, and so it's kind of like she, her relationship with with Peter I'm sure she sees a lot of the the romance um comparing things to movies as well but mm-hmm. you know those are movies and but then again this is a movie as well so the ending is kind of the same thing where it's like she's like well things don't always work out but it worked out for me like you don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, yeah, you don't know. Like some couples do make it 
and some don't. Like, that's, yeah, that's and the then, truth. And, and so... then, the, like, I don't want to be a total downer, but, like, at the very end when she was like, Peter and I are just the couple that'll make it. And I'm like, are you okay? Sure. I mean, like, like, de- <laughs> like, like definitely you... be positive. Like, like I'm not yeah. saying don't, but, like... You also don't know. You guys are just starting. But, like, also, you're going to be living in New York City, and you're going to meet a lot of new people, and you don't even know what... You don't even know what you... Which you're... You don't even know what you don't know, right? Like, you don't... The the amount of things that your world is going... Like, the ways your life and your mind is going to expand living in a place like New York is, like, far ahead what you think. Like, you don't know what is going to happen to you. And that's, yeah. but that's every relationship. So you can't just put the relationship on hold because of what might happen. You should just see what happens and then live with it. Right. Like, yeah, and exactly. I'm, I'm glad that that's what they ended up doing because it was, it was clear that they loved each other. I mean, it was clear that they, they really connected and were a really good couple, you know, like, and I, yeah. I, I like that about it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm very, I don't want to say I'm surprised because I don't I don't want to be surprised, but a part of me was surprised that they that they did in fact have sex in this movie. Oh, really? I was I was like, wow, they uh, really went there. I, I thought that this was gonna you know be the the cute little PG yeah <laughs> like PG movies yeah. like I mean it still was like it was still very very like PG PG thirteen but still I was like wow they oh, really yeah. they really did it. <laughs> I really didn't think they would. I know. Yeah, I mean it. it it made sense. It's it's kind of like, you know, you're surprised that they hadn't had sex beforehand. I mean, their connection is so, so strong and pure. You're like, oh, yeah, like, they act like they're sleeping together. Yeah, they you do. Know? Yeah, they do. <laughs> so it's like, you, there's, there's one of those things, but they're not adults. So it's like, you're seeing this, and they're like 17. It's just so, it's different. Yeah, like, it's surprising, but then again, like, it makes sense to me, and it seemed like it was very nice and, and was, like, the perfect timing, because this is a movie, and everything worked out, you know, it's like... Yeah, they, they've, um, they've hopefully, um, they've hopefully <laughs> gone over their, their last hurdle, hopefully, and I mean, they're, they're good, uh... they're good now, <laughs> forever, always and forever. Um, yeah. but yeah, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because they did kind of bring up sex in the second movie too, like kind of with the whole pressures of the relationship and, you know, being a good girlfriend and whatever and putting out basically <laughs> is what they were talking about in the second movie. A little bit. Very, yeah. very much yeah. a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I guess, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I just, I didn't, I like this movie seems so like <laughs> 80s movie, like eight, 80s, 80s yeah. romance that, that it wasn't, it was just. Like, it wasn't going to happen. Like, you weren't really going to see it. It was just going to be, I don't know, either implied or just, you know, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I Got a little risque for me, Alessandra. I couldn't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) I do think they really didn't get, like, they really didn't, like, deep, dive deep into many topics. Like, and I think that's kind of what got, got me, like, it's. This one was even more bubblegummy than, like, the first one. They're like just, They're so shallow, like, in, in, very, in all their shallow, topics. Yeah. Like, they're just so yes. shallow. Like, like they mention it, but, like, do they really, like, get in there? Like, is there really pain? Because it just, you can't really tell. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of, yeah. uh, and, and, uh... Let's see. I I kind I kind of liked all their little scenes about like picking a song. Like it was really funny, you know. Um, Peter shares a Spotify playlist with her and says like, "Oh, what about this mm-hmm. song?" And she's like, she's like, 
she's like what i haven't even heard this song why would this be our song and then you know they're at the diner and they pick a random number and they say okay whatever this song is is our song and it's like it's not like the song they want. yeah <laughs> yeah song. and then you know when she's in new york she hears the band and she hears that cute song um which mm-hmm. the song was very convenient <laughs> it's just i don't know it didn't it like it just seems like a like just a a song that plays in a rom-com i i feel, I feel like that song is too it's too vague to to just be like your your guys's song like like I don't know there, there's gotta yeah. be it's gotta be something weird or it's gotta be something different that's like that's your song like why it can't just be <laughs> sure. a, a song about relationships that is your song but I think yeah. but I I see what Peter was coming with he was like I wasn't even there yeah I wasn't even there She's to like, hear it or experience song. it with and I'm you I'm like yeah like you need to this needs to be something that you two just you need to remember a moment or a time where this song was playing and that's why it's your song. Like, you know, every couple has many songs that they feel like they're connected to. Yeah. So like one of the times when you were spending time together would be the, the time when you pick your song. Yeah. It's something that you both share. Yeah. <laughs> Not just like something that you heard all, uh, by yourself, you know? Um, yeah, like I like honestly listening so. to a song about any and every relationship, <laughs> and the mm-hmm. and thinking about your significant other, and it's like, oh, that's our song. It's like, okay, I mean, this is this is the most cliche, vague song, but sure, yeah, it's fine. Sure, um, but, but I I do I do like the the cliche ness of New York City because that is extremely like it, it's you know it is like that like it is it is very cliche in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. so. You think that you're, you know, you watch them try to take this couch that they found on the subway, and I'm like, yeah, totally. Like, that would totally happen. You know, it's like, that. that's, you know, you think you, you watch this movie, and you're like, that would never happen. People don't actually do that. And it's like, yes, they do. They do walk down the street with their friends, and they try to carry a couch down the street and onto the subway. Like, this this is stuff that happens. When I when know? I saw that, the only thing, the only thing where I was like, that won't happen was, was I said, I said, the subway doors would not wait that long for you. No, you're <laughs> so right. right. They, I, it, they took forever to get in there, and I was like, gotta go pick her, people. Like, you yeah, I, I, was like, I was like, the like, subway would never fast. wait that long for you. <laughs> That's no. what I said. The, the, the subway conductor would yell. They'd be like, get it in! Like, Get in or get out, you know? Like. Basically, yeah, basically. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Um, but I do like at the end when when Peter's like, you know, let, let's make this song our song, and they, they play it, and then they, they dance at the after the wedding's done. And uh, I also liked the, the yearbook sections, because I thought Laura Jean was going to, like, make him a cute little, like, collage in his yearbook, not just make him a little mm-hmm. box of pictures and stuff. I thought I thought she was going to pull in an Alessandra and Emily and, like, put in collages and shit. <laughs> <laughs> in, Dude, I know. In your yearbook, I was like, "Oh, that'd be so like, cute." He's like, "People don't write in they they write in yearbooks to say goodbye, and then Larjane's like, they write in yearbooks to remember the moment." I was like, "Oh, did we remember the moment? We we wrote all the things we did that year, and we remember all the, the things entire that fucking about. year in that yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> all the things that are special about our relationship up to that point, you know, but they're really time capsules." <laughs> Yeah, we we should try and I'll, I'll try and take some some photos of mine and and maybe we can we can share them somewhere for people to see because they were they are masterpieces these things we oh, made yeah. for each other I love rereading them, um, <laughs> oh man, oh man yearbooks and then Kimmy kept saying like 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 uh you're supposed to get your yearbooks after prom because how are they supposed to put prom pictures in it? <laughs> 
who puts prom, prom pictures in it? Do you not Is put prom pictures? Do you not put prom pictures in your in your yearbook? Like, does, does the no, school I don't think not so. do that? No. Oh. No. Okay. I definitely don't. I, the, I know yeah, nothing about already, yearbooks. They're already made and printed by that point. Like, prom is, like, very close to the end of the year. It's like, well, for, that was for us. Anyway. That's true. It was, like, the last week of school. Kimmy just thought they um, got it. They got it too early or something. I don't know. I was like, well, No, you get them in, like, you know, because they, they have to take pictures. They have to print them all out. That takes a long time. Yeah. So, like, there's... They stop, like, putting stuff in it, but definitely, like, by May, <laughs> you know? Hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, oh, what did we yeah. think of, uh, of Kitty, of Kitty's little b- boyfriend that she got in Seoul? Yeah, that was really cute. That was pretty um, cute. I, I like that they were having their own kind of relationship problems as well. And yeah. she just liked to know what to do. She's like, Day? She was She's better. like, this is over. Day doesn't like Harry Potter. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, fell out. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> we're good, we're good. Um, yeah, I thought that was really funny, because it, it does make sense. Like, when you're when you're in a relationship, you, you want to have things in common, and especially if you're a kid. Like, whatever you have in common is very important, but, you know, I don't know. I, I'm... Watching this movie, I was just glad that I didn't have to deal with this specific scenario in which I had a boyfriend that I loved in high school, and then I had to go to different colleges them, and then break up with them eventually. Like, that just sounds so stressful, and I just, like, am so glad that I didn't have to do that. Oh, it's, yeah. It's already so oh, much yeah. word, stress word of just advice. to, like... <laughs> word of advice to everyone. Don't, don't have, don't have uh, a boyfriend in high school. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we had fun. We we didn't, like, I, I, looking back, like, high school would not have been, like, better for me if I had a boyfriend. Like, I, I we had a, we had a ton of friends. We did tons of fun stuff. Like, who cares? Who fucking cares? <laughs> who cares well, everybody's different, right? Like, Right. I mean, you know, yeah, everyone's different. It's not to say that I didn't want a boyfriend pretty much every moment of high school. It's just, oh, it was course. definitely way less stressful not having a boyfriend. Oh, completely. I bet. Like, I don't even... Like, high school was, was stressful enough. Goodness I gracious. know. And colleges and just, like, the fact that this situation had nothing to do with money at all. Like, again, just made this extremely surface level, this movie. Oh, like, they because she got discuss. into Stanford, <laughs> to, like, Berkeley and NYU and all these expensive places. Like, what? what is what is her dad? Her dad's a doctor, right? But he's like, a guy, yeah, he's like a surgeon. Like, so he... I thought he was a gynecologist very, or something, like an like a... Yeah, I think he's a gynecological surgeon. Yeah, I, probably. I feel like... So he makes a lot of money, right? Yeah. They live in a beautiful house in a very affluent neighborhood. Like, everything's fine. But it's just like, you did, You couldn't say one thing about how expensive it is to go to school there, or one thing, you Their know? Their school like, goes on a school trip to New York? Like, come on. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. I mean... They did that at our school, but it wasn't that many kids. It was, like, definitely a whole lot less. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, that's, it's fun. Like, it's cool that they get to do this. I just think it's, like, it's extremely privileged. I mean, why, you, you watch it and you're just, like, you couldn't... There's so many more pressures to being in high school, and I think that's not what this movie's about. It's kind of like, this is a rom-com. It's lighthearted. You get to watch Lara Jean kind of struggle with these choices that she's trying to make, and, and we get to enjoy it as it is, you know? Yeah, I also kind of, like, I, 
I kind of wish the the prom the prom part like wasn't so like exaggerated like Lara Jean was you know she was there she was with Peter they were dancing they're having a fun night and then the second he gets he gets crowned king and has to dance that one dance with someone she's just like I already miss you I feel alone and I'm just like <sighs> I don't know it's just you know prom <laughs> it's what prom I mean, whatever your feelings are very um intense when you're growing up and and I get that like I feel that like especially like when we were watching um eighth grade just like watching anything that has to do with growing up and, and being in high school and stuff to me like this one was definitely more like what it's like to be in high school especially like, maybe for us um because mm-hmm. we actually enjoyed high school yeah where like you know a lot of people don't and it's kind of a shitty time and they're just feeling all these feelings and they feel left out they feel you know all this stuff and it's really really intense you know, it, it's not like that really goes away as you get older. It's just your feelings are just a lot different towards a lot different things, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I guess you know. I guess it's hard. It's it's hard to it's hard to relate to these like types of movies anymore. I guess like maybe I just <laughs> I'm a lot more cynical and like <laughs> I think so. I'm a lot more realistic yeah. now. <laughs> and I just, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know. I mean, if we if we think about it, honestly, like this this is not catered to our demographic anymore. Like, not anymore. <laughs> like, I, as, no, but we still enjoy it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll You're probably right. like this. I maybe may, maybe the second the 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 last two movies just were a bit too much for me. I still love the first one, and I even watch it sometimes when I just mm-hmm. need something to watch. But maybe just because the first one's just a bit more. I don't know. I I think I feel like the first one for me is a lot more palatable because it's just like it's it's ridiculous. You know it's ridiculous. These two kids are having like a fake relationship and it, it's just, it's just like an 80s movie. Like it's just it's like an 80s rom-com like t- type type of like story type type of situation mm-hmm. and it's just <clears throat> and it's 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 the chase. Like it, it's the part you want. It's not the when they're together. It's just it's not as interesting yeah. to me anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and Lara Jean is is a really funny person. Like, she's a really interesting character. She's very, like, um, I don't know, I I like her personality. I think she's really cute and funny and, like, you know, awkward in all the good, all the right ways. You know, Mm -hmm. that's how a good rom-com lead is. Yeah, yeah, Um, for sure. You know, like, all the movies that she talks about. And, you know, like, I, I want her to be happy. Like, and I think that's, that's why it's it's uh it works for for us because we like the main character where sometimes in other um young adult movies and things you hate the main characters and and then it's a problem (laughs) then you're like you're being an idiot and i hate you for it versus you're being an idiot because you don't know any better (laughs) yeah i guess i i guess that's the divide like that's the dividing factor (laughs) Is is that? Um, I do like that they brought up the promposals. I do like how Peter, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, asked Lara Jean to prom. Super cute with the pancakes. Even Kimmy was like, was like, when did this become so much about pancakes? Like they have so many pancakes in this movie. Like, and they never because they go to the diner. A I know lot. they go to the diner, but like they never ordered pancakes. They ordered just like milkshakes and stuff. Like I don't think that's I, true. I ever saw them eating <sighs> pancakes. 
Um, oh my god, I really want to make pancakes now. Oh, oh my dude, god. yeah, pancakes, so good. Oh, maybe I'll just, I think I'm gonna make pancakes. Just like some, after this, some pancakes. <laughs> dude, I could really go for a pancake right now. Dude, I even have, I even have some maple syrup. Oh man. <laughs> so what makes? Hold on, I, I have a question. Kimmy and I bought some some syrup, and it's it's like it's Vermont syrup, and it's it's like it's like a robust dark flavor. Like what what does where does what does the robust come from? I'd like to know. I think it's just the type of like that's the flavor profile of that of that particular syrup. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying like I've I've had it. And I don't mind it. It's just I'm trying to I'm trying to understand what the robust flavor is supposed to be because like it still tastes sweet. Maybe it's not as like sweet like like sugary sweet it's more of just kind of like a it's i guess it's not as sweet as other syrups i've had maybe maybe that's kind of is it like a really like big maple flavor like maybe you taste the maple more than you do in like other syrups because if it's like straight up maple syrup then it's probably not gonna have any added sugars you know it's not like we're talking about like mrs butterworth which is literally just made with corn syrup we're talking about like actual syrup that came from a tree you know maybe Maybe, maybe, the, maybe the flavor I am tasting is is more of like a maple flavor, and maybe I just don't really know what what maple's supposed to taste like. Right, because like you probably haven't had a lot of maple syrups. No. Like you probably have like a lot more sugar syrups. <laughs> yeah, if if I were to go for a syrup, it'd probably be more like a fruit syrup. I've never really, I've never really liked maple syrup or just regular syrup mm-hmm. of that nature. I usually go for like like blueberry syrup, strawberry syrup, like all the very sugary, very sugary fruit syrups. <laughs> I used to go to the, um, my, my brother lived kind of far away from me in New York. And so like it really late at night, I would have to, if I went out with him or something, I'd have to go to the bathroom and it would take me forever to get home. And so then I would stop halfway at the court square diner, um, off the subway to go use their bathroom and have some pancakes at like 2 a.m. And I did that like four times. <laughs> oh yeah, we did that together. <laughs> yeah, we did. Was we did that together when we were so there. We were, we were leaving. We were leaving Paulo's place. <laughs> and yeah. We stopped and and I got I got a I got a malt. I got like a malt shake. <laughs> or no no I got an egg cream. I got an egg cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, that was, was fun. Good. That was fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. All right, do you want to see? It's, if it's much better being an adult in New York City, I think, than it would be to not oh, be able dude, to. For sure, for <laughs> sure. Did some fun stuff. So much better being an adult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's yeah. See. All right. Let's look at these. Uh, Plaque words. Yeah, don't want to see. If there's any fun trivia. Okay. Um, no, not much. Are you going to read the plot keywords, or do you want me to go to the trivia? Um. Uh, I'll I'll read the plot keywords. Let's okay. See. Okay. 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 All right. So the plot keywords we got here are girl, love, trilogy, friendship, college application. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. That's all those things. I mean, really, though. There's only three trivias in here. The only one that's really worth noting is that it was filmed back-to-back with the second part of the trilogy. So that's probably that's why it came right? out. right! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it came out too soon. It yeah. came out really soon afterwards. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, 
let's see. There, there's usually some fun quotes in here. I, I didn't never notice this quote section. I, li- I like the cute little, <laughs> like, back and forth, like, with Kitty and Peter. They're really cute. It's like, mm-hmm. Kitty says, okay, but you're never going to master the French, Kavinsky. And then Peter goes, that oh, I mastered good. the French. And Kitty goes, you guys are disgusting. <laughs> That was that was pretty funny. I love Kitty. She's so cool. Yeah. She um, got I think the actress um was better. Like the the younger actress um because I really did not like her in the first movie. And in this movie I thought she was better. <laughs> yeah, it's just I I don't like it's and they're so mean to each other. Like it's just it's so crazy like when they have that whole conversation and she's just like like Stopping mad because you know that you're going to break up, like, that you and Peter are going to break up. And, the, and they're just like, Kitty, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why would you, <laughs> like, say that? Gosh, that was so harsh. It's so harsh. Like, they're so mean to each other. I mean, that's how some people are with their family members, you know? I mean, especially if your little sister's a little bit younger than you. But I don't know. You, you weren't you weren't that way with your, your sisters. But, like, some people are just really not, like... Like, they have a much love-hate relationship with their family members. I, I think it really, it just depends on the personalities of the person, of the people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I just, I can never, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see how you could say something so mean to your family member. Like, I just don't get it. I do, dude, that wasn't even, like, that mean. Like, I've heard mm. some, some real mean people, say, like, real mean conversations between some of my friends and their siblings and I'm like what the fuck oh my gosh um so the this got a 65 metascore which is yeah which would have good what did the first one get I'm gonna look it up yeah you look up the first two and tell me um the lowest on here is a 58 which is like pretty good and like I said I think this movie is definitely better than the second one Oh, um, I hated the second one. So, yeah. Yeah, I know you didn't like the second one. Um, I'm going to read the New York Times by Maya Phillips. It, they gave it a 60. It says, even in its most saccharine, I can't fault it for committing fully to what it is. I'm no fan of Valentine's Day unless it's a heart-shaped confection. But for those who are, to all the boys, is a light but satisfying dessert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. The first, the first movie got a 64. So just one under uh-huh. this one. Um, and then the second one got a 54. Um, yeah. Which I think yeah. it pretty much deserves it because it's garbage. But um, let's see. Which one do I like? It's um, the same director from the second one to the third one. Um, Michael Femengari, which the first one had a woman director. And then for some reason, the next two had a man. I don't, I don't, I don't know why... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, the first one was directed by Susan Johnson. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people do that. I don't know why they can't just have the same director, but sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Is there another one you liked? I, I never look at these, so I, I like, I'm looking at them the second we get on the, the episode. Um... Um, I like the Hollywood Reporter one. It says, To all the boys, always and forever is the most mature and thus the most entertaining of the three films because it highlights the choices Lara Jean makes for herself instead of the choices she makes about other people. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, yeah, this one she is truly thinking about herself where, I mean, in the second one, if you're kind of thinking about her 
I mean, I don't know, I guess. No, because it still revolves around a boy. But, like, yeah. it's still kind of thinking about yourself in a way, but maybe not. Not in the not in the way that you want, which is, like, deciding where you want to go to college and, you know, what you want to do with your life and stuff like that. Um, the Variety one says, incidentally, the big payoff of this film isn't what becomes a large Jean and Peter's fates, but getting to see the supporting cast blossom around her. Definitely was a very big supporting cast movie, I, I would say that. Um, they're in it a lot. Yeah, true. I like, um, of course we get, um, I really like, uh, Chris and Trevor's relationship they're really funny the two of them because mm-hmm. um, you know mm-hmm. Chris Chris hasn't changed much you know she doesn't really like to participate um, in anything too mainstream or conventional um, <laughs> and uh, and Trevor's just like really goofy and funny I'm, I'm glad they added him um, had added their little dynamic because it's pretty funny I just can't believe that Lara Jean got a, a single room at NYU with like a view of a water tower and like <laughs> I was like really? Is that, is that like, not a you thing? Got, you didn't get a room with like two other people or one other person? Nope, nope. And then did yourself? you notice her, she cut her hair too. <laughs> making all those changes. Making all those changes. <laughs> oh, I also yeah. liked um I also liked the um like the kind of full circle they made where which is why I I, I like I like the first movie and the third movie kind of like as a pair because they like they start the first movie with the contract for their fake relationship and then Peter writes that really cute little uh yearbook entry and has her sign like the the other contract which was you know kind of cute and closing everything out um yeah, that was really cute. I'm glad they, they tied it in with the first movie, because you could just completely forget about the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and that cute little montage with, with their song at the end, where it's like, the... Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, the song's cute. Like, the, will you be my beginning, my middle, my end? Like, it's pretty cute. Um, And then they, like, show yeah. the montage of all the movies together, like, really really telling you that this is probably going to be done. the last one. This is going to be <laughs> well, it. Well, that's what they did with Twilight, except for it was like a thousand years, that horrible, like, sappy song, and then they had, like, every single person in the series, like, up on the screen with their name, even if they weren't in the last movie at all, and it was just, like, <laughs> so... <laughs> well, I don't even remember this. When, yeah, when did this happen? Like, I love you for a thousand more. You know that song. Oh God! And it's just like it's over horrible. the like, yeah, like the v- showing. And it's not like they just did the main characters. They did all the Cullens, all of the werewolves, all the parents. Just like every, literally every actor in oh, the movie. Gosh. And they put them on the screen with this song, and they're like, "It's the end." You know, it was it was super cheesy. <laughs> This is it. This is the end. Yeah. Oh, man. That's bad. That's real bad. It was a lot. It it was, you know, like, especially at that point, I think, I think the last movie came out when we were in college and like, oh, yeah, probably. I was like so done with it at that point. So I was so done. No, no. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. That's serious. (laughs) That series was just either the the most iconic iconic part of our of us growing up or the most embarrassing part of us growing up. Like I don't <sighs> It it's it's yeah. I mean 
I, I rewatched them all last year, like at the beginning of the pandemic. And um, I wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted was... to read them. I wanted to watch them all. I don't do not want to read the books again. But no, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I watch watched all five of them and it was um Damn, five? <laughs> yeah, there's five. Shit. I mean it was it was definitely enjoyable, but in a in a different way. Like watching those movies as an adult is a lot different than watching them as a teenager. So I mean I would recommend it. I don't know what maybe we could talk about it in a next when you do it, but Oh man. Where uh, are they even available to watch? I don't know. Okay. Well <laughs> possibly more to come on that, but we have we have sidelined way too much. Um we Yeah. This is uh this is to all the boys, always and forever. Um, if you like this episode, please let us know in the comments down below. You can do that on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn and like our page. Uh, you can also let us know through email. You can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you'd like to rate and review our show, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Spotify, so if that's where you prefer to listen to your podcast, you can listen to us there now. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We have Twitter at by the popcorn and Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast. We also have merch and uh, we have a YouTube channel. Just search all by the popcorn podcast and subscribe to that. We're kind of just posting our previous audio episodes, but we do plan to use it more in the future, hopefully. Um, but that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stay inside, stay safe, and wear a mask. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.